Initiating startup sequence. You are now plugged in. Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in to episode 221 of the Plug and Play Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, Minions. This week, guys, first half Tasty Treats is brought to us by... Freem. That's Freem with a P. We are drinking... They like to put the P in Freem. Yes, it's it's lowercase P, then F, then R, then I, then E, then M. Freem, Family Dank IPA, American IPA, with 7.8 ABVs. 70 IBUs, brought to us out of Hood River, Oregon. Nice. Cheers, man. Cheers. I'd like to say, also, there's a new Quippy Challenge. Quippy, Quippy, Quippy Challenge. Shit, do I see even how that app is solved? I do. I'm going to have to log in, though. What's our Quippy Challenge, sir? Uh, a metaphor for life. Um, hmm. There's got to be something in this room to be a metaphor for life. That's hard for me, though, because I'm sitting down. Always play with your ones and twos. Maybe I'll do it later. I'm not in a good position. No worries. I'll try to do it on the break. All right, so we've been up to things and stuff. Yeah, what have you been up to this week, man? I've been up to another podcast. So this week, we each did two podcasts, if we count this one. Oh, nice. Um, what's a little sidetrack? What's this week's episode on um, Podcast Junkie about? This week is on The Sip. That's right. So the SIP is the Service Industry Podcast, is a closed podcast now. I was um, sort of intrigued that you picked that one since it is closed. Yeah, so I, I'm i not biased. Like It's still like 200 episodes deep and an amazing podcast is still out there. So And a lot of those stories are pretty timeless. It's not they like are. It's, yeah. And so it's a comedy podcast actually done by uh, uh, host Grant and I think Kevin. Uh, Kevin and Grant, I believe, and uh, they're in the service industry, just like you, mm-hmm. and so they make comedy out of things that they see every day in the service industry, and that's all I'm going to say. Check out Podcast Junkie episode, The Sip. So, I was on um, our editor-in-chief at the ButtonSmashers.com uh, personal podcast, That Beautiful Life, that he usually... That's beautiful. It's, yes, very beautiful. It's a conversational podcast. Um, it was weird for me... Like going without an outline because we have an outline. We have kind yeah. of a general idea what we're going to talk about. This was totally off the you know just the cuff whatever we were going to talk about, um, and we kept it to about fifty minutes. Which That's is nice. We set it out for forty five, so that was cool, and um, we covered a lot of ground. Um, like I said, that's that beautiful life. It's episode two sixty five. If you want to check it out, it's called Operation Death Wish. Um, yeah, check it out if you want to change your pace from the plug and play podcast. But I want to give you a, a tiny little snippet maybe to whet your appetite. Okay. So, without any explanation. So, or or if it has to be like a violent death, I want to be smothered by breasts. You know what? We, you see this, I've, we've never had this kind of conversation before, have we? See, I was thinking the other way, like if I had 10 hours to do, if I knew I was going to die at 10 hours, but not how, like what would I want to do with those 10 hours? I feel like that's a different question, like what would I want? So, yeah, that's all you get. Smothered um, by tits? Yep. Gotcha. That's the way to go. Gotcha. Um, so we had a good conversation. Like I said, you can check it out, That Beautiful Life. Um, talking about things we've been watching, I watched a play, shocker, um, called Scrooged. You and got Scrooged? It was put on by the Journey Theater Group that my son is a part of, but my son is not a part of this. We were just supporting some of his friends and castmates in their production. 
Um, it was really well done. I don't know if you are familiar with the uh, story of um, Christmas Carol. Um, hmm. It's where an old rich guy gets visited by... Oh, and a, Mr. Scrooge. Yeah, Ebenezer Mr. Scrooge. Mr. Scrooge and Mr. Duck. Yep. That is a version of the story, yes. Yep. Um, that's the only That's the only version, actually. Uh, this was good, though. Um, the person who played Ebenezer Scrooge was brilliant. He's like 18 years old. This will be his last play with the company. Um, he carried himself very much like an old person. Like He did some very physical work, like hunching his shoulders and... Like, you sort of believed he was old. Was so, do you actually went and saw this? Yeah, I went and saw it. And Where'd you guys go see that? Um, it was at the Washougal High School. Oh, nice. So, uh, this was a, uh, was it uh, the same theater company that your son does part of? Same theater company, and we recognized a few faces from other productions. Nice. Um, but, my, like I said, my son was not in it. But it was yeah. really good. Uh, we saw that as a family. That was kind of our first official Christmas event. Nice. And there were some cool ghost effects. So, yeah. So that was nice. Ooh, spooky. Yeah, the ghost of Christmas Future was like this animatronic puppet thing that was had like skeleton arms. It's pretty. That's sweet. cool as hell. Yeah, it was pretty sweet, and they had some fog, and it was cool. And they the, they really do a very good job for being a this production young probably audience. Had, I guess you would say. It. Well, I mean, they're yeah, they don't have anyone acting over eighteen, as far as I know. Um. And yeah, this so don't the, be expecting no nude scenes, no sex scenes. Oh my gosh, no! It's it's a faith based program, so definitely not. I mean, it was weird enough seeing ghosts and stuff. That's very true. That is there's actually a lot of alcohol jokes in this one too. Really? Yeah, that's cool. That was funny. Um, so we saw that. The other thing I saw, you'll be excited to hear. I saw three episodes of The Good Place. Oh, did you? I did. Nice. Um, the wife kind of fell asleep in the third one, so. Uh-oh. I like how the, every episode like ends on a little twist. It does, and it, it gets better as you get in. I'm enjoying it so far. Good. Um, I'm sad to hear your wife fell asleep, though. Very disappointed. She does that no matter what. Show I'm glad like. that I killed Care Bears for her then. Yeah. Uh, she never responded to that, by the way. No, she, she must really, really, truly like Care Bears. She really does. Yeah, well, we just killed one. That's great. Um, We had a family game night, and okay. we will talk more about that when we get to what we've been playing. But I've got a lot of audio here, so I thought I'd do half of it now and half of it later. Okay, sounds good. Is so, this all queued up for me? I believe so. Um, this is from Jackbox Party Pack 5. This is the rap. If you come at me, you better bring Twinkies. Does anyone else smell burnt toast? There are two <laughs> things in life, death and revenge. We should give Jackbox extra money. <laughs> the pendulum's swinging at your foot. Because I'm dope and I am glute. Your rhymes are so whack, they call you buddy. And then laugh because you are a fuddy buddy. <laughs> My verses come straight from the uvula. Step up to me, I make a fool of ya. <laughs> I got eight secret arms like a Nocto clown. You talk trash, but I smack you down. Nice! Who is this? I'm a great rapper, but you should hear me surfing. Nick knack panty whack, give a dog a bone. Coming at you, like a runaway ship. Maybe you should get out of my way as I bust your hip. <laughs> That's my daughter. So yeah, that is um, Madverse, I think. I can't remember. Awesome. Um, that is on the latest Jackbox Party Pack. It's like Mad Libs. You first pick one word, then the the game makes a whole sentence out of that one word. I love that one. And then you have complete creative reign for the next line. And then you do it again where you pick a word and it, it makes a line. So you have about... 50% control of what comes out of that. So nice. Sometimes okay. it it's... You can also just push a button and it'll select lyrics for you, which you will hear my son do that in the next one when we get to game two and playing. 
Uh, last thing I did this week, which is new, I talked last week about um, looking for ways to take care of myself and de-stress and yeah. unwind and be less like just big block Tim to get more swole and smooth and limber and lithe. And what better way to do that than yoga? It's true. So my CrossFit has a yoga program, which they call Tectonic Spine. Yeah, you mentioned it a little bit last week, I think. I, I finally quit making excuses and paid the money and signed up. So I'm going to try to go one to two times a week. I went the first time this Tuesday. and I, Did you well, fart in the middle of a yoga pose? I did not. Um, I already had already worked out that morning. which Well, that might not have been the best idea. Um, yeah, so, you know, you think of yoga as, like, this gentle stretching thing. My arms were shaking in one pose. Like, yeah. From holding Body my, weight. Yeah. Um, and I, my arms are fairly strong. But downward dog, I do not like that pose. No? Why it's not? It's hard. Yeah. Well, first of all, your ass is way in the air. Yeah. not my favorite thing. You're right. Never mind. Um, so, yeah, but it was hard. And you're supposed to be, like, breathing, like, really controlled during this. And I'm yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah, every time you're saying breathe, I'm breathing like three times. Yep. Um, so it was awkward. I did my best. Um, it was a good workout. <laughs> like, yeah. Did you um, recognize all the people there? Yes, there was. It was very not. There was the the uh, coach, and then the other person that was there was another coach. But not, there was only two of you. There was yes, and it was all men. That that was unusual. Very unusual. So we called it Broga. Broga, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, it was good. Um. It was very challenging. It was a good first experience. I like I said, I want to do it one or two times a week. Nice. And build my repertoire. 2019. Instead of being just strong, I want to be um, flexible and have endurance. So nice. Those are my goals. And I'm starting before January 1st. So Sweet. Resolutions are full of are a bunch of crap. So that's what I've been up to. What have you been up to? Well, I just got another podcast submission for Podcast Junkie. Oh yeah. Yeah. So somebody just submitted. Oh, they actually just tweeted it at me too. Um. So What's it, called? it is called the industry um, nonfiction storytelling podcast about lesser known Hollywood stories. So I'm going to check it out. Uh, Dan Delgado is the one who uh, shot it out to me. And uh, don't let me forget that he did that because I need to do something after this episode. I'll remind you of the break. Thanks. Um, this week I hung out with Tim. We went and watched a movie about a dog. We did, and you didn't give me much feedback, so now I'd like to take this opportunity to tell me what you think about John Wick. Well, I want to watch the second one, okay. so that that's a plus. Okay. It was interesting. It was cool. It was like... Uh, we finally did the thing I've been saying on this podcast yep. for probably half a year. I will say my favorite part, the food. I brought over Heroes, yeah, like I said. delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, the movie was really good. I, I would have enjoyed the movie without the crying, screaming, sick baby. A I lot mean, more. Any movie would be better in that situation. Yep. Although, he did give us, like, good 20 to 30 minute chunks. Yeah, he did. Um, so, it was fun. I liked it. Um, the story is interesting because I'm used to movies that actually, like, lay it out for you verbally. Whereas mm-hmm. this movie is a lot of, like you said, like, we had to pause the movie and stuff a lot when the kids started getting loud or distracted. Because you have to actually pay attention to what is... It shows in the it, scenes. It shows you things instead of tells you them. Yeah, which exactly. I love in games or movies. Yeah, yeah. Don't just give me a bunch of exposition. Just show me. Yeah. So it does a really good job of that. And then it dawned on me that another movie I saw was a ripoff of this. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's it called? Um, Keanu. <laughs> okay. Um, is that the one with the cat? Yeah. So you know who voices the cat, right? Is it? Is it him? Yeah. 
Really? Really. Oh, wow. That's so I want to see Keanu. I now. can't remember his name. Yeah, Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, so that was a good movie. I want to see the second one. I've heard that, like, I guess it dives into more storytelling behind, like, what he was before. Um, well, not only that, the hotel, the Commodore. Yeah. It's the place where, like, assassins can go. It's like the safe zone. Yeah, you're not supposed to do any business on site. So, like, if you're on a job, but you want somewhere safe to sleep, where, you know, like, your enemies won't come and kill you while you're sleeping. They're you not go, supposed to. You go to the Commodore. Yeah. Right. Um, well. Does it follow his character through episode, or, or movie two? Yes. Okay, so it's him the whole way through. It's not somebody new. You'll see a lot of the same characters. The, the guys that were at the Commodore, you'll see them. Yeah. Obviously, you won't see some characters. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> wait, wait. But movie two is after or pre? After. Oh, it's after? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was like a prequel. No, it's a, it's a, it's a true sequel. Oh, okay. Never mind. I kind of thought it was like building up like the back. No, it does. I mean, it, it, talk, it kind of alludes to his past. He's like this master assassin, basically. Um... But have they ever done prequels? Because a prequel would be fucking amazing. It would, but then you have to do that reverse aging nonsense. Well, nowadays it wouldn't make sense, but right when they made it, it would have been easy to do. I mean, there's going to be a third one. Hmm. Um, if you see the second one, hmm. you know there's going to be a third one. So it's possible to be like extended flashbacks. Right, so what I'm hearing is ribs on me, and you're going to supply number two. Yeah, I don't actually currently own two, but I would totally be up for watching it with you. All right, cool. Ribs and John Wick too. Yeah, sweet. Um, other than that, my son finally got healthy. Yeah, my I'm, son is or my wife is sick as fuck now. That's he gave it to her. Bastard, um, bastard. yeah, I'm not really sure. This morning it woke up and looked like she had strep throat. Oh. So then she had to like immediately like get dressed, get her so son ready, go hearing, to daycare. I'm hearing it's your turn next. So Christmas you'll be sick. That would be really shitty because this would be the two Christmases of my son's birth. We've all been sick. <laughs> last Christmas, literally, we had to cancel all of our plans. I think that last time we were healthy was uh, the week before Christmas when we did our uh, family Christmas with you guys. Mm-hmm. And then I think like the following weekend, we all got sick. And we were sick through like the first of the year. That sucks. So I'm hoping that we don't have another repeat of that. No. Um, But my wife does not have strep throat, so I don't. Because, like, strep throat, you have, like, the weird, like, white spots on the back of your throat. Sure. And she totally had those this morning. And they were like, that's not strep. But she, like, went and got a bunch of tests. And they're like, it's just a virus. And I was like, a virus? Well, there, there is a specific test for strep, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And virus, you can't take antibiotics. Yeah, so, so she it. just got to deal with it. Um, and then other than that, this weekend we did last-minute Christmas shopping. Um, I think we're all doing that. Is Amazon your, I, main, your main weapon? I did a lot of my... I will say I did a lot of my stuff pre-shopping. The only people I had left this weekend were uh, was... I think the only people I have left, period, was your family. And I think I got everybody done. <laughs> my wife is picking up something for my boss right now at the liquor store. <laughs> nice. Yes. That's perfectly I'm fucking awesome. I'm 90% sure he doesn't listen to this podcast, so he's getting like a really cool herbal gin. It has like a cucumber and lavender flavor to it. What the so, fuck? Sounds really interesting. I kind of want to try it. Yeah, no shit, me too. Um, yeah, so we did that. I can't remember what the fuck we ended up doing. We were going to go get me new work shoes um, at the Adidas Complex. Uh, so my wife got an Adidas pass. And I looked on my phone, luckily, and it was like an hour and 45 minute drive. And I was like, nope. Not going to sit Adidas? in fucking traffic. Yeah. Oh, it must have been the time of fucking day. Fucking crash or something like that. It's usually yeah. like a 30 minute drive. I was like, hour 15. It was like red the whole way there, and I was like, nope, not doing it. Good call. 
So, um, yeah. So that's what I've been up to this week. Do you want to uh, talk some news? Yeah, we got a little bit of news. Let's talk about it. Tim, what do you got in the news this week? This is like the kind of story I like to see. This is from the New York Post. Like, you know, fairly major news organization. Um, police officers in Minnesota were called to a noise complaint. Oh, I hate pop-ups. Go away. Sorry. Police officers in Minnesota were called to a noise... Oh, I, is this the one I think it is? Probably. Okay. Starting for the third time. Sorry. Police officers in Minnesota were called to a noise complaint about a group of friends playing video games over the weekend. But instead of getting the gamers in trouble, the cops ended up joining them for a round of Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, it is the game I thought... I, or the story I thought it was. Jovante Williams, a dancer in Minneapolis, had said he stopped by his friend's place on Friday to play Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, a popular Nintendo game. At my friend's apartment, there's been a couple of noise complaints going on from the same people. Lately, we've been playing our games on mute. We don't want other bother with people. We're not in trouble. We're adults. So when neighbors once again called the cops, the police showed up at the door. Williams explained the situation to them. We're telling this is the same noise level we've been having. They confirmed a few times that we weren't even loud. One officer asked him about the game, and Williams and his friends were playing. I'm like, y'all want to play Smash? And two of them literally raised their hand and walked up. <laughs> They're like, how do you jump? But they were acting, one of them was playing Pikachu. So, I, that's just... That's you, so fucking cool. When you hear all these stories about, you know, situations that escalate involving police officers, it's just really refreshing. Um... To see something like this, where super refreshing, they just play play some games. And it's legitimately probably the most refreshing news I've heard. That's like an early Christmas present to me, basically. So this next story is is kind of complicated. So follow me a little bit with this. Okay, I'm following you. Okay, Epic Games. They have for a while had their own launcher. Um, I don't know if you remember. I want to say almost six months to a year ago, they offered a free um, game um, that I'm drawing a blank on now. Anyway, they have a game service, but they haven't really... Wasn't Epic the one who did Gigantic? No. Well, I don't know. Epic does Fortnite. That's what they're huge for. So they've got a huge player base. Well, they changed the launcher to a storefront. And um, they are actually drawing some independent... So far, mostly independent developers away from Steam. Like, those companies are not putting their games on Steam and only putting them on this Epic launcher. That's crazy. Because of the percentage split that they are offering developers. That's incredible. Um, So, Valve takes a 30% cut of all game sales. Um, They are saying... It's a big cut. It is a big cut, but they host it. They... I mean, they're the biggest cat in town. They are. For now. For now. Um, Epic will only take 12%. That's a huge difference. 18%, by the way. Right. I can do numbers. So there's a game that I want that's going to be a timed exclusive on Epic. What Re- is, what's Rebel this game? Ga- Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Ooh, that's like the Space Trucker game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, Space Hookers. So there probably are. There's Space Gambling, so why not? I will probably be downloading this. Does this game point. look like Grand Theft Auto 3 by chance? Well, there's elements like it but i mean it's in space well, i get that but like is it like open world space open open world open worlds my friend open worlds so yeah epic store is, is throwing so down what you're saying is it's another uh so let's game? list off the top of our heads how many game storefronts there are now there's origin there's origin there's steam there's ubisoft there's or you play there is uh what the fuck is the indie one called well, there's Itch.io. That's um, yep, super Itch.io. indie. 
Um, there is also uh, good old games. Oh yeah, good old games. Gog. Gog, yeah. Um, I think Humble Bundle has one now. Mm, they're more of a publisher, really. Okay. But they do. I mean, I guess you can call them a storefront. I mean, yeah, because they they have other games. But they issue Steam keys, so. Oh, that's true. Um, I'm trying to think. I know there's so more. So I'm trying to remember. I think Epic has some ten cent money. That, they, they probably do. The Chinese monolith that's taking over everything. So that kind of scares me. On the one hand, I'm glad Steam has some comp. Oh, Windows. Windows Store. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I like how I totally forgot that. Yep, yep, yep. That's, that's yep. a real thing, though. I've got a couple Windows-only games. Um, so, yeah, one more enters the marketplace. Competition's good in some ways. Um, I, I like the... I, Tencent owns 40% of Epic Games, by the way. Holy shit. Okay, that that makes me think Epic could actually be a contender. Just that. Yeah, they uh, Fortnite alone rang up sales at 223 million in March alone. So this might not be, I mean, well, first of all, I don't know how many of you listening are are PC gamers, um, so this might not matter to you at all. But um, I'm just curious, like 2018, this is kind of when Epic threw their hat in the ring. Will this, you know, how will this play out? Yeah, three years from now. Well, they threw that in the ring 2017. Not really. Yeah, because that's when it was. Like, no, I guess that was PUBG 2017, Fortnite, beginning of 2018. Well, yeah, but that's a game. This is, I'm talking like a distribution. Oh, Epic Games, like actually tossing their hat in the ring. Like, yeah, they oh, want to yeah. be the player. They play- totally threw it in this year. This is where they yeah. like, this is what, where we want you to come to shop for games. Like, yeah. that's that's big. That's like Microsoft, Sony big, in a way. Wow. Steam has been the, the behemoth. That up till now has been untouchable. I mean, Origin's been around how many years? And no one really considers them that big a deal. No, unless you're into one of their freaking titles. Sure, you have to play... Subnautica is on there, too. And Darksiders 3. On Epic? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's several games. Ashen. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that. There's there's quite a few games that are going... Hello, neighbor. That's on Steam. I know, but it's still on here, too. Yeah, so we'll see how that plays out. That's our news for this week. Sweet. Um, you want to talk some tech? Let's talk some tech. If I can find it. You ready to talk some tech again? I'm still ready to talk some tech. Are, are you like really ready though? Quit grinding this out. You like talking about grinding my gears? You'll see. Wow, that was a joke later. Oh my God. Can we talk some tech? Mm-hmm. Are you having some technical issues? It's getting techy in here. Is that supposed to say XOXO hugs and kisses, hugs and kisses? Not hug, kiss. Actually, hug, it would kiss. be. No, it would be kiss. It's OXO. It has to be hug, kiss, hug. No, hug is next. So that'd be kiss, what? hug. Nah. The O, like at your mouth, and crossing arms like a hug. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. O means kiss, X no. means hug. Yes, it no. does. No, it doesn't. That's why it's XOX. No. Hugs and kiss. Never mind. Whatever. This company <laughs> company is called OXO. I don't know why they picked that name. OXO. Sure, OXO. We'll go with that. Um, I bought a... It probably means like fuck Americans in like some other country. I don't think so, but okay. I bought their Conical Burr coffee grinder. You bought it? I bought it. Um, it's Did usually... Did you pay this price? No. Okay. This is like one of the only Black Friday, I think I mentioned it really briefly, the only Black Friday purchase I made. 
Um, I got it for eighty dollars. Um, hmm. So what's cool about this is it has a reservoir of coffee beans. I think it stores like a cup and a half or something. Um, maybe more. Than, I don't remember. How many cups do you need to make a cup of coffee? It's more like tablespoons per cup. Okay. Um, so how this works is there's a dial on the, below the reservoir where you turn it for how fine of a grind you want. Okay. Now, keeping in mind, I have a French press. I have the AeroPress. I have a drip coffee maker. And you have a lot of fucking coffee makers, but right. you have no standard coffee maker. That's not true. I, you do have one now? Yeah. I've got a drip coffee maker, a mini one. Oh, that's I a, didn't know that's that. That's a five-cup brewer. Nice. Um, so I select the grind I want for the appropriate coffee making machine and um, then you can set a timer basically for how long you want it to grind so it only goes to 30 seconds so sometimes I've actually had to oh the cold brew is the other one I was oh yeah cold brew they all use different grinds with the exception of um, the cold brew and the french press are pretty much the same grind um, so I select the, the how fine and then how long then push the button and it only grinds up to 30 seconds right so with the cold brew I think I actually have to brew or grind a couple times um, but it dumps into this little reservoir, which is stainless steel. And that's cool because a lot of these machines have like a plastic reservoir. Which will either absorb or put in something. No, it's static electricity. Like you get a lot of grinds like like clinging to the sides. It's, oh, that's it's weird annoying. Fuck. Um, so conical um, burr grinders like grind really consistently. Um, more than blade grinders. That's why this is... and it, So what's a conical? So it's like a... Like a, a so a is cer- it like grinding it like like between two like rotating rollers? Kind of like circular discs, I think. Oh, di- circular discs. Okay. Um, it's just more even, more consistent. Okay. Um, than a blade, which is literally like helicopter blades. Yeah. Um, and I still have one of those little mini grinders, but it was becoming a real pain in the butt to try to use that for what all all the things I'm doing. So with you can it. replace these conical burrs, apparently. Probably. Um, you can also clean it. You can take it apart and clean it. Nice, nice. Um, so far, it's been great. It's it's providing really consistent. That's the thing with the uh, little mini render is like I was getting different size chunks in there. Um, this is not the case. It's even all the way through. So, yeah. All the ways I make coffee, I have a way to grind the coffee beans now. So, I buy my $17 dark roast from Costco. Load it up in the reservoir. Good to go. Nice. Yeah, it's really cool. So, how is it? I love it. Do you, Do you recommend it? I do. Um, and even at $99 for a conical burr grinder, that is a good price. Sweet. You can spend double that. You can catch me on the highway cruising, top down with my girl and my dog. 808s on the bang, we moving. Sunshine burning up the farm. It's a real nice life when you lift it. Good vibes all around my scene. I took a long deep breath and I drifted Back home where my life's all green Here in the wind feels like I'm flying It's like I'm up in the air Look all around, see people smiling And we are back. Tank, awesome. What was the name of it? 
I told you to put in the outline. Fuck me. I was listening to some awesome music, which, some by the it, way, some, they, some of it was awesome. They may have already said it because maybe I left some of this in for the break music. I hope you didn't leave the whole hour in. No. Fuck, it was literally an hour. <laughs> I told you. Uh, it's Family Dank IPA. That's right. It's a family situation. 7.8 APV. That's pretty strong. Yeah, it is. Um, hey, you want to talk some tech? I think we already did that, dude. Do you want to talk some more tech no. with Kickstarter? Let's Yeah, let's, let's kick it. Since you won't let me talk about tech, no, there's some tech, tech there's, talk. There's some tech involved. All right, I got some fizzing bottles. Okay. Do you want to hear about it? I, I, does it matter what I say right now? Yes. Do you want to hear about it? No. Okay. Well, I've only got one Kickstarter this week, Tim, so what do you got? Oh, wow, that actually <laughs> worked. Um, I've got some tech gone wrong. Oh, shit. Like, this tech seriously frightens me. Okay. I'm just going to... Let's let them talk about it. Okay. This is called the Orcam... First of all, the name is fucked up. Orcam Mimey. The first of its kind, a wearable AI. This is the story of a man named Franco. And the incredible device that helped him get his groove back. But There's let's a man take a step back to the time when things weren't quite as glamorous. I mean, what the fuck? This is, is the this? old Franco. <sighs> Daily grind Franco. No time for his friends and family, Franco. A man on a mission without a second to life. spare. And I'm not even mentioning time to himself. What the fuck is this? Hardworking and multitasking, Franco's on the job from morning to night. And most of that time, he spends meeting clients. A lot of clients. John. Ross. Sandra. Michelle. Damien. Dorian. Hello, yeah, digging hot. Yeah, I will be your best friend. Hmm. Anyway, imagine if Franco was more efficient. He could cut out early, get home in time for the three little bears, enjoy his penne al dente, Showing binge watch three life. episodes, and still have the energy this? for some adult time with the wife. If this yeah. isn't a TV show, I'm gonna be pissed. Unfortunately, overworked and underloved, Franco's been missing out Poor on Franco. the good life for a long time. A very long He's eating time. ice cream sadly alone in the couch right now. Time to get up and do it all again. But wait, what's this? Franco's Orcamimi has arrived. Orcamimi is a wearable AI device that monitors the data from your surroundings and the people you meet. Oh, hi there. Don't worry, they can't hear us. As I was saying, the Mimi uses cutting-edge facial recognition technology to snap a photo of my pretty face. Scary Next time we'll meet, Franco's Orcam Mimi will recognize me. And by using You're the literally Orcam fucking Mimi app, spying Franco on people around you without them knowing. Franco could keep track of the different people he meets during the day. And he has them to go into an intuitive the info. For the first time so, like, in next his time life, you see that person, Franco their face and their name shows up on your smartwatch. The ideal work-life balance. This is just Using creepy enough for me to want this. To set better goals, Franco chooses how to like, spend his time and whom door. to spend like, it yes. with. Yes, yes, he is. Work-life balance, here we come. Yes. 
I, I don't get how the safety can paper works. Help, Franco is in top form, bobbing and weaving his that way is your along wife. the road to a healthier, more productive, <laughs> and fulfilling life. Ron, chill. Franco. Tegan had auto voting Genshinfelder. We are best friends now, y'all. Bravo, Franco. What Rock the on. fuck? Wanna be like Franco? This is creepy as Join Orcam Mimey's Kickstarter campaign. Dude, this bit, no. You know it, you'll also be Can on we your get way this to kick better, off of Kickstarter? Can we nope. kick it from Thanks Kickstarter? Thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Is there like a place so where do I... you remember that little camera no. that I backed a long time ago? Yes, it, it, I do. It looks like that. Is there that. any way that I can report this to Kickstarter as racist? Just being creepy as fuck? How's it racist? He made fun of a German guy's name. Well, I mean, actually, Germ actually, it would be Germans a Norwegian name, but still. Yeah, I don't know. I'm more concerned this about. This is fucking I'm more concerned. I'm more concerned about the privacy because it you, people you run into day to day don't like opt into. How this. the fuck do you report this shit? I don't know. <laughs> so the Orcam Mimi is a little tiny. I don't know. It's like the size of a like of one of those Fitbits you wear, but you put it like on your breast pocket, and it's got a little tiny camera. And it's recording all the fucking time. So you it'll capture people's faces and then later you'll type in your app who that is and what relationship you like, what group they're in. Like, this is a work friend, this is my friend, um, this is my podcast partner, this is my gas station attendant, whatever. It'll organize all that for this you. This is Zach, possibly still a killer. Yeah. Oh, it says you're an asshole. Report this project to Kickstarter. So um so it organizes all these people it sees. The next time it sees them, it'll transmit to your phone or if you have a smartwatch, their face and their name to remind you of who the fuck they are. And then somehow this app also manages your work-life balance, which I call bullshit on. And even if it worked, do you want an app controlling your life? Like this is some creepy, like, I don't know. Like even if it worked, that actually be more terrifying. Like having an app just running your life. Um, so it's definitely an interesting spin on wearables. Um, that's the Orcam Mimi. They're looking for $39,800. They got $135, 135 backers for 30 days to go. If you want an early bird of this fucking creepy thing, it's $199. Normal price will be $259. What is your next Kickstarter? Can you just give me a second? I'm fucking reporting this shit. <laughs> You're serious? Yes. That's hilarious. Um, okay, let me see if I can find some more information about this creepy Kickstarter. Um, let me see. Oh, I lost it. Hold on. I'm going back. I'm going back. Um, read more about the campaign. We'll do that. Using the most advanced wearable AI-driven computer vision, the Orcam MyMe device instantly recognizes face and tells you who is in front of you in real time by sending a notification to your phone or smartwatch. You can then tag and organize people in circles such as work, friends, and family. Balance your life with Orcam MyMe beyond, beyond individual interactions. The device keeps you aware of your ongoing social wellness and setting goals to strike the no, optimal... No! Kickstarter says that there's an error reporting this project. Please try again. But there's no re-report. Okay. We, we literally can't do this live on air. You can do it later if you want. Oh, Jesus. Or can oh, me is the first of its kind to enable AI, enable AI on a wearable device. Consists of heavy lifting, sophisticated AI, capable of recognizing faces and text. Enables... Personal big data analysis for wearables. Big data. That's okay. A okay. No, no, this, 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 is, this is my literal favorite sentence here. It enables personal big data analysis for wearable social innovation. That's not something I want in my life. I do not want personal big data analysis for wearable social innovation. <laughs> um. Yeah. This is like one of the scariest Kickstarters I've run across recently. Like I'm actually. 
more terrified of it actually working. I don't think it will work. I I, I don't think it's going to be feasible in a Kickstarter backing way. Yeah, but, but companies are trying to do similar versions of this, like... No, I get that. Like, for example, recently Taylor Swift had a concert. Yep. And everyone going in was scanned and facially matched with a database of her stalkers. I did not know that. Yeah. Like, creepy shit like that's, that's going on. That's fucking weird. You've, you've seen Minority Report where Tom Cruise goes into a mall and, like, his his iris or whatever scanned and they're, like, t- targeting ads directly to them. So I've never seen Minority Report, but I have seen other shows with that. That will be a reality. You'll walk in and like. I want iris scanning. All these Snapchat filters, all they're doing is dude. They're putting. Hold up, hold up. If I can get a fucking thing that goes on in front of my warehouse building that scans people's eyes to unlock the building, I am fully in. That will happen, but I'm I'm more concerned that my face is in, in hundreds of databases right now. Oh, that's weird as shit. Especially when. There's technology that can morph. So what you're saying yes. is, I'm not going to say who I. Never mind. Just, just forget it. Never mind. Let's move on. All right. Before I, I completely get paranoid. Cascadia right now. Gaming Supply Company. Yes, games. This Happy is coming place. out of Vancouver, Washington. Oh yeah. I believe. Is this someone we know? I think this is actually somebody that we know. Okay. The person talking isn't who we know, but I think we know the person behind the scenes. We're gonna go ahead. Could you be ahead. any more cryptic? Yeah. Well, uh, flask. Okay. Gotcha. This whole thing started when I was a kid, uh, with my love for video games. Really, that's what opened me to the world of fantasy, sci-fi, and tabletop games. When I started Cascadia Gaming Supply Company, it was predominantly because of my own D and D group. I absolutely love the game. And I always talked about making custom tabletop accents for my own game nights. And one day I finally just decided to do something. Whatever I could, uh, even if I didn't know how to, I was going to figure it out. And I finally did figure that out through lots of trial and error. My first try was pretty terrible. But I quickly learned how to finish the wood and my friends helped me with some of the laser measurements. And I finally finished the first prototype for the custom live hinge DM shield. It's a full, solid piece of wood with no moving parts uh, and custom hinge points. Uh, But we will also offer an option for custom engraves on the main panel in the middle as well. With a little help from my friends, we developed our first addition to the custom live hinge DM shield. And if you haven't already guessed it, this is the dice coaster that you see behind me. Hand finished, brass hinged, and a great addition to really any tabletop, DM or player. Essentially. We were trying to think of the regular player as well as the friendly neighborhood DM. We need to raise about $6,000 to afford the equipment, wood, and other materials for this to be cost effective for a consumer market. Hence why we are launching the Kickstarter campaign that you see. I really hope you all like the products as much as I do and see them as perfect additions to your regular D&D nights. Thank you so much for watching the video and I really hope you get something for your next D&D game night. So, Alright, is that it? Uh, I'm freaking, I'm, I'm nervous at this, I don't know man, I'm just nervous that this is, I, I'm gonna roll a persuasion check, just strictly for, for my sanity, is that cool? Okay. It's not good. He's drinking a beer. <laughs> That's awesome. 
So before you get into the details of this campaign, I just want to thank you for that nice, pleasant palette cleanser from the terrifying techno future that my last Kickstarter yeah, showed us. No worries. This is like handcrafted wood. It's gaming. It's back to our happy place. It is. So thank you. Is. Thank it you really, for that. You're welcome. I, I try to help so, out. So tell me more. Uh, it's Cascade Gaming Supply. They do custom DM shields. Yeah, they do. Sorry. Uh, just getting random. So maybe some messages. people don't know what a DM shield would be. So a DM shield is for like uh, D&D. So like they have this story. They have what's going to happen depending on the rules. They have de- they what's going to happen depending on your choices. So they have to hide or... He's uh, got his notes and stuff. Yeah, and- exactly. He's got his notes. He doesn't want other people seeing. Um, he doesn't want other people seeing what the actual map some DMs even go to the extreme of like where they have the whole entire like place That's mapped dungeon out. Dungeon Master for DM. Yeah, Dungeon Master mapped out. Um, and he doesn't want you seeing what your options are. So he can make shit up on the fly and make it an enjoyable experience for the actual players. Um, so this is not only a tool for him, but a tool for you to keep the imagination flowing and allow him to create this world around you while you're playing. Um, so they're looking for $6,000. They're at 857, um, US dollars, 16 backers, 14 days ago. Um, a dice coaster, which I think I'm gonna have to back no matter what is $10. It's a cool looking handmade coaster. Yeah. Um, the dice rest inside the coaster. Exactly. So it's a one, a quarter inch coaster with hinge dice holder and cgsc logo uh 15 dollars gets you overboard branded dice coaster two pack um and there's still 45 of those left uh four pack is 35 uh standard model gm shield early bird 80 dollars it's not bad one person got it so far so this is this is not jumping into the hands of the right target audience sadly so um, tell me again, how did you already say how far they were to their goal? Uh, they're eight hundred sixty or eight hundred fifty-seven U.S. dollars out of six thousand. Ouch! Fourteen many, days ago. Yeah, let's get the word out, people. Yeah, um, two hundred dollars gives you the full package: custom engraved GM shield, artwork not supplied, uh, custom engraved dice coaster, four pack. Mm-hmm. So, um, two backers at that level. So cool. What do you got, Tim? Um, do you have it pulled up? Yeah, I do. Let's play the video and see how long it takes you to figure out what the product is. We've done this before, but let's play this game again. NASA. Rockets. Half a century Russia. ago, humanity was awed by our is this a Russian to rocket? go beyond our limits. No, U.S. rocket. In 1969, the whole world witnessed a milestone in our history. The culmination of a collaborative effort. This video is really well produced, by the way. Wait, 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 wait. Is this a Neil Armstrong promo? No. Is this a movie for Neil Armstrong? I feel like you should save your guesses a little bit, because like this is a really well produced video, and it sounds amazing. Oh, shit. I really fucked up. What the hell did you do? You can't restart Kickstarter videos once you uh, pause them well, it's anymore. okay. You were talking over it. Let's just start over. Okay. This time, don't talk. Okay. Half a century ago, humanity was awed by our capability to go beyond our limits. 
1969, the whole world witnessed a milestone in our history. The culmination of a collaborative effort. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Driven by that same spirit, we have created the definitive precision tool, the Magnet Driver Space Rocket. <laughs> Stop it. So it's a screwdriver. I, I I sell this. You do? This exact thing. Does what's look... tell me what's so special about this, Tim? Okay. It's a screwdriver that looks like a rocket ship, sort of, and it has a really strong magnet at the tip, basically. That's so the short... I have a magnetic tip that goes on your screwdriver that I sell my company. Things like this totally exist, but it does look kind of neat. I mean, it looks like the Doctor Who would use a my closet. It looks like a cross between a rocket ship and the... What's that thing he called? It's actually called a screwdriver. Oh, wow. That's fucking dumb as shit. Um, so it's a really cool looking screwdriver. It's got all sorts of tips. It's got a, a, a neodymium magnetic grip. Um, I like their logo. I mean, it's super well produced. The video's amazing. All these yeah. spaceships and like the moon landing, and it's really cool. By well produced, you mean they literally cut video from. Yeah, but it was all put together really well. It was. They it got, was. They got a professional narrator and like a soaring soundtrack, and so it's got one man, one star. Exactly. If you need lots of small do-it-yourself projects like circuit boards and stuff, yep. they got all sorts of tips for you. Dude, I can build a can. A PC with this from outer space. I mean, it looks kind of cool. It's just, it's a little pretentious. A little bit. A little bit. Somebody really gets the rocks off looking at spaceships. It looks cool. I'm not going to lie. It's just, I don't know. It's it's a little overblown. I, I have mixed feelings about this one. Unlike the other one, which I just was instantly revolted and terrified. This one is like, that's eh, kind of cool. I'm not lying. I'm still trying to fucking report that one. Okay, that's fine. Um, so they are looking for the magnetic driver space rocket. They're looking for $25,000. They have 32 days to go. They have 559 backers, and they're currently at $44,307. So this is backed. Um, early bird basic space rocket kit is gone, but you can get the flash shell space rocket basic kit for 29 US, which includes one magnet driver precision screwdriver space rocket and extender, one magnet driver mini in the color gray, and one PH00 bit in the color gray and one organizer mat. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure you'd want more than one bit. So that's probably not what you really want. Um, moving on to like the full set. that The early bird full set is gone. The flash sail space, space rocket full set is $75. Holy shit. This is what it includes. One magnet driver precision screwdriver space rocket and extender. Three magnet driver minis in the color gray. Two magnet driver minis in the color brown. 12 S2 bits in the color gray. Eight S2 bits in the color brown. One magnet driver organizer mat. And one case, which is all at $26, or sorry, 26% off the retail price. 
um, the retail price will be $101, which nothing sells at that. It'd be $99. Come on. Um, estimated delivery is at 2019 in July. Um, going up to the top tier, $212 is uh, basically three Space Rockets full sets. So if you and two buddies wanted to get in on this, it'd be roughly, I don't know if you'd save much more than the $75 one. So yeah, that's my second Kickstarter. A little less scary than the first one. I still cannot fucking report this first one. Well, then let's move on to games we've been playing. Dude, I've been shooting people. Wait, what? Shooting people. I, like, I, pop, hope, pop, 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 pop. I hope we're talking about video games. Yep, yep. You said video games, didn't you? Yes, I did. What what kind of people are you shooting? Like old Western racists. That's good. I, yeah. can, I can get behind this. I know you can. So, not only... We saved the boy last week. Yeah? We saved the uh, enslaved African American this week. Okay. And so... I found out, like, so there's, like, there's a few people of different cultures and races that are part of the Arthur Morgan Wild West gang. Okay. And, like I said, I have found out, and I'm proud to say he's not a racist, as I cannot say about some of the people in his gang, which makes me very confused. I'm only, like, halfway-ish through, like, the actual main storyline. I'm not really surprised that there'd be racists in the Old West. We've got but, plenty no, of them now, still. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that with the stance that my character takes and the role that he plays in the gang, that racists are allowed, or even, like, not even, like, I, would, I wouldn't even say, like, they're racist, they're prejudiced. I don't think we were... I don't know that we were as socially conscious about racism 150 years ago. He's... I, I get the feeling that he's not... Like, he's not like, you're fucking wrong, but he's also like, you have that feeling? I'm gonna fucking kill you. Okay. So I'm, I'm surprised... So you're saying there's some tension developing in this gang? Because there of is. That? Okay. Um, a little bit. Um, but we did save, apparently, the African-American uh, woman mm-hmm. that was part of our gang... Um, she was a part of another gang that was ran by, I, which makes me sound really weird. I, we only killed African Americans. Um, but they really put the slave aspect on her that they owned her. Mm -hmm. So we killed them because they came to try to reclaim their property, which kind of confused me a little bit. So the way you said that was confusing. Are you saying she was a former slave? She was a former slave and the, of and the, these... And the people that came, that originally owned her came back to reclaim her and you killed them? Yep. You but, said that really confusingly. But they were black, too. So There were some black slave owners. I guess it just, that, does, that was it a, just doesn't seem like it fits in this game with the way the I mean, it, it was historically fairly playing. rare. I don't know why Rockstar made that choice, but yes, there were... It, it feels like a very, like odd choice with the rest of the their discrimination in this game has been very blunt are you saying things aren't black and white i'm not saying that but if you're gonna say that it's just that they put the kkk in this game sure everybody can agree they suck yeah um and they put a lot of white racist people in this game sure but this one main storyline... Anybody could be racist, regardless I, of I color. I get that, but I, this I feel one like main... white people have owned it better than any other subsect, but anybody can be racist. Anybody can be racist, I get that. The thing that confuses me is that they haven't played up any of their main storylines around racism mm-hmm. until now. And they choose to not pick on the most historically accurate racism. 
which really confused me. It threw me for a whammy, mm-hmm. which was uh, kind of interesting because you had a choice, and it was basically between you your hatred or your compassion, but also between your racism and your non-racism. And I chose the non-racism side of it. So wait, I are you say, are you saying if you were compassionate, you had to be racist? Nope. Okay. So exact can, opposite. So okay. Well, if you that's, were compassionate, you were not racist. Well, that's good. Then it was a a clear choice between good and it evil. It was a very yeah. It was a very good choice between good and evil. To a certain extent, it'd be worse if they like switched those around. So you were like, that's true. Yeah. So I'm glad that, that actually worse. is a clear moral. Dare I say, black and white choice. Yeah. Um. It. This last chapter of that that I've played, I should say, from what I understand, there are seven chapters in this game. I'm in chapter three. I thought you were gonna look. You were not gonna look that up. I knew that. I said from what I from what I've heard. Okay. There could be more. Mm-hmm. I haven't definitively looked up. So you're in chapter three. Exactly. Okay. Um. No. Wait. Chapter. Yeah. I think I'm chapter three now. Chapter four, maybe. Um. About fifty percent give or take through story mission. Um, I'm very, I was very thrown off by that one. And I hope that they kind of go back to the, I'm not going to say like that. I like like white people are bad sort of games, but like when you look back in the history books, it doesn't paint a very pretty picture for us as Caucasian people. No, I mean, we did things to the Native Americans. We did things to Africa. Exactly. And I feel like this game has really harped on... Arthur Morgan is this subset of Caucasian Americans... Sure. ...that is willing to help Indians. He's willing to help African Americans. He's willing to help the Mexicans. Okay. Um, Hispanics, I should say. Um, well, if they're from Mexico, they're Mexicans. Yeah. Um, but there are some Hispanics that are from Texas and stuff that have migrated into this game. Sure. Um, so there's technically like four different sub, you know, uh, sub races of people in there. And I feel like Rockstar kind of in this chapter, I feel like I'm towards the end of it, has really just kind of gone off the hinge of like what this game has been building towards is... A lot of the people in his gang are not like him. Mm-hmm. They don't have the same mind frame as him. And I really hope that they just kind of go back to like a lot of Caucasian people are racist and stuff. And it just seems like they're pushing me further and further towards like minorities hate minorities. And it's like, did something happen on your team? Did I think that exists a- in the real world? Like, yes, as a, if you're going to pick one group that's more racist historically than the others. It would probably be people look like you and me. But, but I, but I, I feel there's like there's racist in every culture. There is, but I feel like this game, like where I'm at in this game right now, mm-hmm. like maybe most of the people surrounding me that look like me and you, mm-hmm. besides my gang, aren't aren't responding the way that the history books would say it played out, and the rest of the game has played out. Most of the you know the towns we've been in and stuff like that have been very like hateful in their words the language stuff like that and now where i'm at in the game like they're more friendly and stuff like that and i'm like did something happen in on this team during this development cycle that made this huge change or you know you know what i'm saying like 
did all of a sudden like they were like, oh fuck, we need to be PC. Hmm. Like it it just kind of a huge switch and this one story plot point kind of was that like on and off switch. It was like non PC following the history books. Yes. Everybody can be racist against each other. There was blacks making fun of blacks and like calling each other out while we're going down the streets, whites hating on all the blacks. There's lynching stuff like that going on. Also, we get to this plot point and switch whites love the blacks. And it's just like every single person loves blacks. Every single person loves the Japanese coming into the game. And it's just like, this was not how the rest of the game was. Not saying that like it's bad, but it, it's not following the trajectory. Hmm. So it, it was a big like, maybe I want to step back away from the main story mission and just kind of just explore the world because the storyline is more annoying than anything because it's, it, it doesn't, it's not consistent. You see what I'm saying? It's not like it's it's not following what they've wrote so far in this game, and now it makes kind of no sense where where I'm at at this point. Like some of the people in my gang, like the personalities have changed, and Weird. it's just with no explanation. Not that I'm aware of. Like maybe if I follow through, maybe there was a time jump that I'm not aware of, or you know something. Like all your other gang members are suddenly socially conscious. Not all of them, but some of them. And, you know, it could be there's been a few key main characters die. And maybe they're realizing that, like, oh, shit, not everybody's as bad as we are. And, you know, they just don't explain it. It's kind of, like, goes back to the subtle hints of, like, what's happening. Maybe I haven't picked up on a few. I don't <laughs> know. It, it, it's strange. I'm not really sure where I'm at in the game now where, like, I want to progress. But, like, I, I also just don't really care to i'd rather go out like hunting and fishing and tracking animals and the story bothers you that much a little bit weird it just kind of like it was literally like a switch like i was like well this is like kind of you know this is kind of how the history books say it and so all right they're gonna follow the history books not you know they're not gonna be pc they're just gonna kind of follow what the mainstream americans have learned in their history books and then all of a sudden it just kind of cut. Hmm. So I'm not really sure how I feel about that. Like I enjoy... Well, obviously you feel pretty conflicted about it. Yeah. I mean, I feel conflicted. Like I enjoy that there's not so much like bad language in the game, you know, like calling out of minorities mm-hmm. and there's not so many N words and stuff like that. But also on the other hand, it's like, this is how you've built this half of the game to this point and now it just stopped weird yeah so i guess tune in next week and maybe i'll get a little bit further and see like i i i want to get through this game because i haven't got through a bunch of games this year i want to see it through to the end because i was extremely excited about this title and i would like to my goal for this game is to get through this game and then start red dead redemption one and see how it plays through um, and cause you know, this is the prequel. I want to go on to the sequel and play through and see if I can find some similarities, um, or pick up on some references I haven't, you know, caught on to. Um, but it's, I don't know. It kind of put like a weird situation. I mean, like this weekend I had a lot of opportunities to play video games and 
I just really didn't go to Red Dead Redemption. I was just kind of like, uh, obviously that turned you off enough to even little bit. Like hmm. I don't know, it it just bothered me. It was just kind of like, if you're gonna pick one direction to go, either just go that direction or you know, rewrite the first half maybe to where it wasn't so bad. I mean, and not that it was terrible and it was super racist or like, you know. Other might, you know, other people couldn't enjoy it, but it just, it was a big a switch and it was just odd. An unexplained switch. Yeah. If, yeah, if they could have explained it, I would have been full on board. What have you been playing? Well, speaking of games that you have to force yourself to play, I've been playing some more Darksiders 3. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm still not enjoying the combat. I'm just trying to get through it to see the story. I'm hoping there's a little bit more development in the lore of the world of Darksiders. Is the story any better now? There's, there's just not that much story. There, there's little bits when you... There's seven bosses, the seven deadly sins. And basically when you get to that point, there's a little bit of interaction in the story. Um, there's also the makers that you run into. But yeah, it's a Dark Souls game. And I don't like Dark Souls games. So yeah. I'm, I'm really struggling with this. I turned the um, combat down to story level instead of normal mode. Just because I was tired of dying over and over. Um, so I'm still playing that. I'll talk more about it when I have more to say about it. I played more Starlink, which is still still fun. Um, it's definitely getting to the part where it's, it's becoming more challenging. Um, I love flying between worlds in this game. It's, it's actually really fun. You, It looks really good, um, especially for being a Switch game. Just very colorful, and it's totally it totally reminds me of No Man's Sky, but with missions. like No Man's Sky kind of lets you do whatever the fuck you want. Which is great for some people, but I like having some direction. Okay. Um, so I'm still enjoying that. I'm going to play a little bit more. I haven't run into the thing yet where you need a different weapon set to progress. I'm, I'm assuming that'll come at some point. Um, but I'm also looking for targets clearance sales eventually to get more weapons. I'm sure it'll happen. I've already seen them drop from nine ninety nine to six ninety nine. Well, so, uh, the game has dropped to thirty nine ninety nine full time on yeah, Amazon. That's now. the the typical price now. So, yeah, I'm going to keep my eye on those weapon packs. Um, so we'll see. Maybe I'll pick it up in a couple months or two. So that's Starlink. Um, speaking of other kind of sci-fi fantasy vehicles, Desert Child uh, just came out um, for PC. Is that where you're child of the desert? Kind of. You're like this kid with a kind of like a hover bike, like in the recent Star Wars movie. Um, so it's like it's a side Anakin. No, don't give me. Don't fuck me over the Star Wars that. It's analogy not, it's not anakin it's more like, it's like a, anakin where he's like in the thing that's a, pod like, that's, a, that's, a, that's a pod racer this is like just a single engine that's dumb as shit all right whatever a movie it's, reference and you're like Meh. oh that's a shitty movie that's the only good part of that movie is the pod racing um don't but, shit on that movie the worst one was like the dude with like the fucking like red on his face and stuff he's like wah, 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 wah. that's the same movie with the Death Mall or whatever Darth, his name is. Darth Mall. Yep. That was a terrible movie. Oh. The pod racing is the only good part. Was that number three, by the way? Um, Chronologically or number? No, no, number. That was one. Phantom Menace. Oh. But, I don't yeah. know when that came out. It, I just remember making out with somebody in the movie theater. With that was that the movie. right thing to do instead of watching it. Okay. Um, Desert Child is a stylized side-scrolling racing game. Is you, this the one you showed me with like the, the ramen in it? Yes. Yeah, you, that that game looks cool. You go into town. You can replenish your health by eating ramen. You can repair your your little um, racer, whatever. Pod racer. 
It's not a pod racer. It's more like a, I don't know what to call it. What the fuck would you, like, Tron bike? Closer. Um, but you ride it like a horse on top of it instead of inside of it. I think it's mm. like a mo- it's like a motorcycle. It's a hovering of. motorcycle with no wheels. Yes. And it's very colorful, very stylized. You zip back and forth. You shoot things. It's pretty cool looking. It's a, I, I it's a weird it. aspect of racing. You're not doing like front to back. Mm-hmm. You're doing side it's definitely racing. something. It's definitely unique. It's like a side-scrolling Mario racer, kind of on a uh, motorcycle with guns. With guns. Um, the other game I already mentioned earlier, way way back in the beginning of this podcast, Jackbox Party Pack Five. Um, we also played a little bit of two, I believe. What what whichever Party Pack has the murder trivia game, we played some of that. This one says Epic Rack Rap Battle Two. Yes, that's just the name oh. of, I made for the video. Okay, it's actually that. Oh, Madverse City. Yes, Madverse City is the game within Jackbox Party 5 that we played a lot yeah. of. We also played the... Um, you guys it, really like that one, huh? It's fun. Um, it's quick. We're going to have to have your family over and play that one because, like, the uh, my wife's best friend and her family, like, they liked it, but it wasn't, like, they weren't, like, super excited about it. I was like, all right. Well, we make stupid... Well, let's just go ahead and play the stupid rhymes that we came up with. All right. I like stupid rhymes. You talking to me or to my navel? The count goes moo. I hear you talking. You sound like Tom Cruise. And that's why they call me Lil Snack Cake. That's your son, right? Yep. I've learned the ancient secrets of the gaggle. Is to listen, then to haggle. My words are so deep you'll need a rose. As I bow all the way down to my toes. That's your wife. Yep. Word around town is that you got real smelly. Maybe you should stop rolling in jelly. Your you're daughter. not on my level, you're way too uplifted. It's me. Like a gerbil on stilts, just not as gifted. I'm coming for you so you best be back. No matter how far you run, it'll catch you like a duck. Check your watch, it's your time to lose it. Baby, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> my favorite part is that robots read whatever the heck you write at the end when this... <laughs> And then you get to vote on which rap you like. It's it's, very true. it's stupid fun. I love it. It is stupid fun. I like it too. Yes, I would love to play that with you guys um, we when we have our little Christmas party. That'd be awesome. That'd be the perfect time to oh, do it. Oh shit! We need to speak about that. Well, let's do that later. First, let's talk about new game releases. There's quite a few that I want um, coming out. Um, and the very first one is the one we just talked about. Desert Child PC PS4 Switch. Dragonfly Chronicles, which is not a part of the TV show Dragonfly. Wasn't there a Dragonfly TV show? Sure. Okay. Vita. Tim, you like that console? I do. Earth Defense Force 5. PS4. I like those games. They're dumb. They're like giant insects invading the world and you shoot them. That's the whole game. Okay. EverQuest, The Burning Lands, PC. I didn't realize EverQuest was still going. I I didn't either. The Burning Lands sounds like something that already came out. That sounds familiar. Whatever. The Burning Crusade is World of Warcraft. Uh, okay, maybe that's it. Uh, Everspace Stellar Edition Switch. Gun Gray VR Loaded Coffin Edition PS4. Kind of want to play that. Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms PS4, Xbox One. Kingdom Two Crowns PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch. Prey Typhoon Hunter. Typhoon. Typhoon. I think it's Typhoon. It's Typhoon. Typhons are weird aliens in Prey. Oh, okay. They like shapeshift. Like, you'll see two chairs next to each other. One will be a clone, and it's not really a chair. It's an alien pretending to be a chair. 
If you ever come into the, if you're in prey and you see two of one thing, you should shoot them immediately. Shoot them both. Yeah, because you don't know which one's fake. That's true. VR PS4. Red Matter VR PS4. I want to check that out. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I want to check it out. Red Matter. It's like bloody matter. Probably. Smash Hit Plunder VR PS4. The Video Kid 80s Edition PS4. Tiny Bird Garden Deluxe PC. Warbot VR PS4. Report ad. I didn't delete that. What the fuck? You're like, you're like the newscaster that'll literally read anything. Okay, go. It's That's gone now. Weird as fuck. Desert Child Xbox One. They get it last. Doom and De- Destiny, PC, Xbox One, Final Fantasy, XV multiplayer, Comrades, PS4, Xbox One, Insurgency, Standstorm, uh, PC, and I have Insurgency, so I should check that out. Richie's Plank Experience, what the fuck? I don't know. PS4, uh, Almitree, 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 The Last Dreamer, Switch. Atari Flashback Classics Volume 3 PS4. Big Bash Boom Switch. Blue Rider Switch Daisy 1.0 PC. Finally out of uh, early access and out of beta. Should I think I had that like in in like early Charlie? Mm-hmm. Like right when it fucking came out. Uh, Double Switch 25th Anniversary Edition PS4. Forza Horizon 4. Fortune Island. Tell me how excited you are about that game. So tired for that game. Next one I'm excited about. Gris? Or is that? I think it's Grease. Grease? Which okay. means gray in, um, in uh, French. Okay. That's the really beautiful game I played at PAX. Okay. The one that was actually um, partially designed by an actual painter. Oh, damn. Okay. I'll show you a video when we get in. PC Switch. Hunter's Legacy Perfect Edition Switch. Knights of Pen and Paper 2 Deluxiest <laughs> Edition Switch Xbox One Night Trap 25th Anniversary Vita If that ever goes on sale I'm getting that I'm in sight Definitive Edition What the fuck is Night Trap? Night Trap is this weird game that came out on Sega CD You are like this person in control Trapping the night? No you're. It's creepy You're You're in charge of like a surveillance system Like a video surveillance system and you're watching these girls having a slumber party. And these like zombie ninjas are coming around and attacking them. And so you have to switch cameras all the time in order to see these ninjas happening. And if you catch them, you push a button and a trap activates and kills the, the ninjas. Meanwhile, there's like these girls running around in like, pajamas. It's a fucked up weird game. At least it's not in the lingerie or I'd say you're, watch- you're playing an anime game. They, they might be in lingerie. It's an anime game. It no, it's it's it, boobies bouncing everywhere. Well, it's full motion video, so yeah, it's really it's really weird. That's fucking odd as shit. It is really odd. If it was Next. five dollars on Vita, I would buy it. There's more. <laughs> the next game is fucking weird as shit. Oxyjet Switch. That sounds like that sounds like something I put in my laundry detergent. Yeah, um, or I was actually thinking of. Uh, what was the uh, acne cleaner for your face? Oxy. Sure. Oxy. Oxy. Yep. Um, Rally Racers Xbox One. Did you know I was an Oxy model? I wasn't really an Oxy model. I was an Oxy DJ. What? Yeah. I ever tell you I was an Oxy DJ? No. Yeah. At the Dew Tour. 2000 and... Like Mountain Dew? Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. So it was the eSport or not eSports, it was the uh, Action Sports Tour. Mm -hmm. So skateboard, BMX, dirt bike, and snowboarding uh, worldwide tour Mm -hmm. um, came to Portland, Oregon all of 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007, and 2008. And I was the Oxy Booth DJ for 2004, 2005, 2006. Now I was more like doing like on the mic bullshit stuff like, if you bring me Six cups of Mountain Dew. I'll give you six Oxy Cleaners. And like, what did you do with all that Mountain Dew? Drinking and dumping on people from the up and top of my perch. <laughs> you throwing Mountain there was Dew? There's an actual DJ. You were throwing Mountain Dew on people. Yep. There's an actual DJ. Uh, actually, it's this is a funny story. How I got my very first cell phone. Okay. Um. Was so, a, what, what kind of phone was it? A flip phone? Uh, flip phone Verizon it had a camera on it. It was the very first camera phone that Verizon came out with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually had an MP3 player built into it, so it had a speaker on the front. You hit the play button and it would play MP3s. It's fucking ghetto as shit. How how many? How much storage would you estimate it had? Oh dear God, not maybe 500 megabytes. I was gonna say it was a 256k. Maybe. Um. So, anyways, I did this for like. 2004, I went there, and I just did, like, stupid shit the whole time. Got really good friends with the DJ that was running the Oxy booth. And, uh, I can't remember what the fuck his name was. But 2005 rolled around. I, like, walked up to the gates where it was, like, quarantined. And, you know, I'm on the other side of the gate. Oxy booth has on one side. Sorry, yell- Big Bang Frank is his name. <laughs> Sorry, yelling, Big Bang Frank. Big He, like, looks over the side, recognizes me, brings me into the park early. So then, like, I help set up and shit. I actually have a do tour t-shirt, staff member t-shirt somewhere around here that, like, got me into the do tour at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning to set up this fucking show. And then 2006 rolls around, 2007 rolls around, and he's like, we gotta do something fucking crazy. Oxy paid for this giant fucking booth that was, like, three stories tall. Just, like, so, like, the normal booth is, like, two story, like, a two-story booth. Second story is all DJ booth. Just, like, speakers fucking turntables and stuff then there's a like a like a cylinder in the middle of the booth that's three stories tall and he goes we have one phone to give away for the whole entire time from verizon and i was like cool he's like so we gotta figure out something stupid that nobody will do and i was like all right i got this and he was like all right what do you got and i was like i don't know give me one day in the park i'll run around See what I can do. I'll come back together. I'll have an epic challenge. And he goes, all right. Slim Jim, there was, the, Slim Jim was there this year. Mountain Dew was obviously there. They had a house of Mountain Dew, which was epic. You would like walk through, and there's literally just fridges everywhere on every single wall. Open them up, grab Mountain Dew, walk wherever the fuck you want. It was like fucking amazing. And uh, so, and Mountain Dew, the Baja Blast... Was like you know those like you know those like uh, water backpacks you have like you can suck water through camelbacks yeah camelbacks but this was like a like hydrated backpack that had CO two or whatever through it that pushed the Baja Blast out like kind of like a beer tap you think you know okay and it, there was a guy walking around that would give you Baja Blast wherever you wanted <laughs> and so it's. Fucking weird as shit. It's like the, a Ghostbusters gun yeah, with Baja Blast. Exactly, pretty much. And uh, so I walked around. And I, I asked the Mountain Dew guy the same. The weird thing with this is like 
it's the same people running like majority of like the reoccurring boosts every year. So I've gotten to know them like over like the five year period I've been doing this. Literally me and my cousin would sleep in trash bags out front, like sleeping bags till the gates would open. We'd get dropped off when his mom would begin off work at midnight. We'd sleep in front of the Rose Garden from midnight till 12 o'clock in the morning or 11 o'clock in the morning. And then we'd get up. We'd be the very first ones in line every year. Go, I got photos. I got sk- Actually, uh, that second from the top skateboard deck right there is because I was five years in a row, very first person through the deck or f- through the door. Okay. Um, anyways, so what we came up with was the Mountain Dew people would give me a m- huge fucking Mountain Dew like stop sign to hang around my neck. It was fucking heavy. The Tony Hawk booth had like fucking feathers for some reason. So they, they like had like a wingsuit for like a hawk. So they gave me those. Get it, Tony. Tony Hawk. Hawk. Yeah. And then there's a Slim Jim booth with the spicy Slim Jims. My cousin went and got a box of, I think it was 125 of them. Mm-hmm. And I had to sit in the booth with nothing to drink all day long. Wearing all this shit and doing competitions, and I had to eat every single one of the Slim Jims. 125 Slim Jims. Were people watching you do this? Yep. Okay. There was literally some like person. So there's literally like, all the free Mountain Dew you could ever want to quench your thirst. Across, I could see it. Uh, but you I were, could see it. You're eating all these fucking spicy. I could not Slim have Jim. it. Nothing to drink, all day long. <laughs> you're. You got a stop sign that says Mountain Dew. Yep. Feathers. I held a dance competition. Mm-hmm. They got free concert tickets because mm-hmm. every year the Dew Tour does a concert. Okay. So I have passes somewhere that has like all the autographs and shit. So you're like this, just you. you I was a 17 year old. Woke up from sleeping in a garbage bag. Yep. And you with were, long hair. Mm-hmm. Walking around smacking people's butts. Okay. Eating some gyms. Okay. Up in a perch. All by myself. On the third floor. All day. Probably not safe at all, Booth. Guarantee it was not safe because it was a ladder to get up there. <laughs> and you got your shitty Verizon phone. I did. And do you remember LMFAO? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I got to go with the VIP, like go backstage and meet their shit. And it was like the dumbest thing. The re- It's like two other booths. I think Verizon. Do you remember what the hell... Then there was a sticker company that would have life-size stickers of, like, athletes or, like, of famous people that you could put on your wall. Uh, fat something. No idea. Fathead. And they, like, came out and it was, like, all these, like, NFL, boxing, and skateboarding, motocross people. I was hoping you were going to say that I made a life-size sticker of you because I would buy that. That would be epic. Of you, like, with your feathers. I would fucking put that up on my wall like, right now. Like, with an expression of pain from all the Slim Jims you've been eating. Dude. The Memorial Coliseum stall mm-hmm. fucked up. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> but I made it to the LMFAO concert. And uh, let me just tell you, me and my cousin were the only males that got tickets to the backstage, like, to meet the people. And I'm pretty sure they were disappointed that they were not all females. Like, who's this freaking weird guy with the spicy breath? Yeah. They're like, who smells like they just shit their pants? Oxyjet. 
Nintendo Switch, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. All right, Rally Racers Xbox One, Roller Coaster Tycoon, Adventures Switch, Sega Ages, Fantasy Star Switch, and Starman Switch. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. We're not done, buddy. Oh, Jesus. I, like, I did that. You can eat 150 Slim Jims. You can read these releases. (sighs) Atari Flashback Classics, Vita, Below, PC, Xbox One, Bibi and Tina, Adventures with Horses, P... Fuck my I don't know. PS4, Bibi Blocksburg, Big Broom Race 3, PS4, <laughs> Borderlands 2 VR. Kind of want to see what the fuck that... You, like, I, I want to play it, but I don't want to pay to own it. Like I just want 15 minutes with it. Yep, PS4. Escape Room Aloha, PS4. That should be a VR game. Uh, Kingmaker Rise to the Throne, PS4, Xbox One, Switch. Uh, Lazy Galaxy Rebel Story, Switch, Xbox One. Peace, Death, Complete Edition. Complete Edition Switch, Plague Road Xbox One, Race Arcade Switch, Firewatch Switch. Do you think that game will actually play well on the Switch? Yeah, probably. I. It's funny that it's finally coming to the Switch. Basically now every indie game ever has, is on the Switch now. Yeah, very true. Uh, Hyper Ride Vector Raid Switch. You did it. Here's a shitty phone. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's our show, ladies and gentlemen. We did it. We got through it. This is probably one of our longer ones. Probably. And until next week, don't forget to check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show. Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast. YouTube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. And until next week, don't forget to prime and shine. And fuck Nazis.